Oh yeah, here we go. The Way Family Podcast coming at you pretty much almost live, December 11th, 8.35 p.m. Dance. Wait, have you ever heard someone say get jiggy with it? Yes. What does jiggy mean? Crazy. Get get jiggy with it. Here we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, we are so funny. We, if only you can see us. We really have to make a um a well, video. I mean, we're just constantly making fools of ourselves. In a good way. In a good way, I guess. That was fun though. Good yeah. dancing. Yes. So this week, what we're going to be talking about is New Year's resolutions and how and why to make them, how to make better New Year's resolutions. And we'll be touching on a lot of the stuff that we've talked about, specifically in the five areas of wellness, setting smart goals, emotional intelligence, and what was the other thing? I think that was it. Uh, love languages. And love languages, yes. So we're going to be touching on all of that stuff and talking about New Year's resolutions and how we can plan to have a better, more effective 2017. And well, why we have talked about all those things, the yeah. previous things that Zach had mentioned, all that list of stuff, because we we didn't really plan to talk about all those things, like in advance you know we just those are subjects and things that we were really learning and working on and thought were interesting but the reason why we're going to talk about the reason why those are important basically yeah but first let's talk about our week so hannah how was your week oh it's a whirlwind um but it was a good week yeah it was really good i got a lot of christmas orders done and mailed out and I still have so many to go. I'm not stressed yet, but I can feel it. Uh, it's coming. Um, but Zach's sister is in town from college, and she's been watching Forrest a couple days a week. And he absolutely loves that. And he has so much fun with her, and I can get stuff done. So that has been so helpful and so fun for him. So that's like double awesome. And yeah, then, he loves Zaylee. Yeah, he does. Well, he loves all your sisters a lot, but it's just, it's fun to get to see him have one-on-one time with different people, you know, because he doesn't always get that. And a lot, because a lot of stuff that we do with your family is like all together and it's yeah. just special for me to see that too. So, um, and this weekend was my other sister-in-law's bachelorette party. We stayed at a beach house down in ventura it was literally a beach house like right on the beach like you walk out the patio and you're on the sand it was so cool it was like foggy and cloudy and it was like which in my opinion is perfect beach weather (laughs) most people would say no i wish the sun was out but i'm sick of the sun so i love the clouds and it was so much fun we played a couple games and we went out to a cool restaurant and um walked on the beach a lot of course it was so fun and she felt so loved and we had really good waffles this morning and they weren't even, they were gluten free and they did not taste gluten free. So 
if how do they make those it's just the flour that you use so she used uh flaxseed and brown rice flour and then the only other things that are in it is like eggs milk i don't know there's a couple other things of it maybe someday i can share the recipe but um i'm gonna do some experimenting with those because it was so good and it tasted like i mean it didn't taste like a classic like a white flour um waffle but it was like really good it was a little bit nutty and i don't know it was just really good and obviously it had nutella and berries on it so that was a win wait nutella and berries yeah hello like chocolate. at the same time yes what is wrong with that? That's a that's overboard. No, that's chocolate and berries. That that's is like too much for me. Uh, well, you don't like chocolate. Uh, true. Anyways, it was really really good, and then I got to well, I got to drive down there and back with um, Zach's other sister, and then Zaylee, the original sister that we talked about in this. I have and seven sisters. No, it's... he's got three. So it was just good quality time with them. It was so fun. And you know that I love quality time. So it was a really fun weekend and also exhausting. And then today was so fun. We went to the beach for the sunset, me and Zach and Forrest. And I missed them so much this weekend. But it was like one of those things where it's like good to get away for a little bit. But then I was like, oh, I missed them. I was watching videos of Forrest in bed last night. So whatever. So we went to the beach for the sunset and it was a cloudy sunset. But we had a lot of fun together anyways. Yeah. So, yep. How was your week, honey? It was great. It was just a great week. I'm not going to use the B-U-S-Y word. Good. And so I will just take my own advice and focus on the positives. Yeah. And, uh, okay, hello, my advice. <laughs> I also give you that advice on a regular basis. Okay, but I give you that advice, <laughs> I too. I know. We remind each other. It's good. So this week was great. I got to spend a lot of time with Forrest, and there was a lot of fun fun moments that we got to share, and we got to go look at Christmas lights together. <laughs> we got hot dogs at Costco. He calls it the hot dog store. <laughs> Costco. And, um, yeah, so I cute. got a new phone. Um which was a surprise. <coughs> not from me. I did not give him the new phone. I got a new phone, which was a surprise. I wasn't expecting it, but I'm super stoked for it. My awesome boss uh, told me he, to get a new phone because I manage our, our, our business's cell phone bill thing and... We have like uh, 17 people on there and we're going to be adding some new people and giving them new phones. And he's like, why don't you just get yourself a new phone, whatever you want, and then give your old phone, because it's in really good condition and it's not very old, to the new employee. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, that sounds awesome. So I went out to the Apple store and got the new 7 Plus. And it's crazy. It's so large. But I'm... The main enjoyable parts of my week <laughs> was my phone. <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> was was hanging out with Forrest, just chilling at home. Um, we got a lot of uh, cleaning done at home, which was nice. And I reorganized the living room to be more feng shui. And it is really nice. I like it. Really focused on the Christmassy uh -huh. stuff. And kind of clear up some more space and 
um, yeah, Hannah said we got to go to the beach tonight, which was really good because it's been very overcast and rainy, and Hannah likes the rain a lot more than me. Mm-hmm. I but love it. Basically it makes our hills green. What that means is that we've been spending a lot more time indoors, especially with the sun setting, and I guess that's why winter is like kind of depressing to me. Cause the sun I, sets so early. The sun sets so mm-hmm. early. Um, but we did get to go see the sunset tonight and I was like aching to like get outside and I don't know, just spend some time outside, like not in a neighborhood, you know, Mm -hmm. but Forrest and I did have a lot of fun going, walking around the neighborhood, looking at Christmas lights, meeting our neighbors, getting barked at by dogs. Forrest pooped his pants. Well, he wasn't wearing pants, but pooped all over the carpet. I had to clean it up. That was so disgusting but so funny i like could not help but laugh but i didn't laugh in front of him i was very like no this is bad don't do this (laughs) but uh, inside i was laughing to myself and yeah that was my week i have something to add to my week okay go a big thing that happened this week a big oh yeah go yeah so on monday i had something very terrible happening inside my body. <laughs> and I still don't know what it is. I forgot about this. Well, we thought it was my appendix, maybe. We, I, you. No, first of all, okay, first of all, I'm just going to like be frank with you here. I thought it was gas. I had a terrible pain in my abdomen. And I, I will be honest, I've had pain like that and it has ended up just being gas. And I don't know why it bottles itself up in there. But it just does sometimes. So I was just thinking, okay, I just need to... To let them all out, release them into the wild. Just fart a <laughs> lot is what you mean. And so I was like doing all these like yoga poses for like gas and flatulent all this stuff. poses. No, that's not what they're called. They are. They're for, I don't know what they're called. You could look it up on Google. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. But um, how to fart yoga pose? Stop. <laughs> But after all that, and I took some kind of antacid because then I was like, well, maybe it's indigestion because it was like, then it was like not my whole abdomen. Then it was like my, my upper abdomen. I was like, oh crap. And then I was texting my sister who's an EMT. She's like asking me all these questions. And then she's like, well, it kind of sounds like it might be your appendix. But then I was like, no, it's like way up here. And then we called our nurse hotline for our insurance and talked to a guy there. And he said, basically... Well, they can't diagnose you. Well, nurses can't diagnose in the first place. But also, when when it's over the phone, they can't diagnose you at all because they can't see you and they don't know. So he's like, well, I don't know for sure. But I mean, I would say go in in the next hour based on like all the questions he asked me. And so I was like, crap. Now it's like the middle of the night and this guy is telling me to go into the emergency room because there's no urgent care that's open 24 hours here and we cannot afford that. And it was just like this big fiasco when we didn't know what it was. So I was like literally like in the fetal position for hours and it was just so rough. It was so rough and it hurt for like a couple of days, but we still don't know what it was, but at least my it wasn't my appendix. Well we think i mean what if someone's appendix wasn't where everyone else's appendix was i doubt it i mean that could happen but pretty sure it was gall gallstones or something with my gallbladder maybe just inflamed or something so i've been like trying to eat like really strictly well i had grilled cheese for dinner so not that strictly (laughs) but like (laughs) really a lot of fiber and like you know i looked up online you know how to help that and i took apple cider vinegar shots which was terrible did you do that today 
No, I forgot. Oh, I'll do it after this. you gotta do it after. It burns my throat, and I already have a sore throat, so I'm like, it hurts and me. Just do a chaser. Uh, yeah, maybe. But anyways, that happened. So if any of you have any um, gallstone with advice, gallbladders or gallstones or like whatever, that like really strong pain right under my rib cage on my right side. You know, if you've experienced that, you know, give me a shout and tell me what it is. But I'm going to the doctor on Tuesday, so I'll figure it out. But that it was like so. It was like literally almost the worst pain I've ever felt, and I have given birth to a human. It reminded me of labor. That is how bad it was. Ugh. But Zach took really good care of me after we f- had a little bit of a fight. And I mean, look at me. I'm still here to tell the tale. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Forrest had hand, foot, and mouth. So I had my hands full yeah. taking care of people this week. Yeah, he- But that meant that I also got to spend a lot of time with you guys. Yeah, he stayed home for work the next day. Cause I couldn't really like fully stand up straight at that point still. So... He stayed home from work and took care of me and took care of Forrest. It was so nice. I'm just a nice guy. Mm. No, I'm not. (laughs) You are sometimes. I'm just kidding. You're nice. Okay. Main subject. Main subject. Sorry for all that. I'm sure you wanted to know all the inner workings of my body. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, moving on. Yes. The five areas of wellness... The five love languages, setting smart goals, um, emotional intelligence, and emotional intelligence, and all of this stuff having to do with ourself that we've talked about on the podcast previously. I was kind of looking through our podcast. I sometimes do this um, to see like the related podcasts, and then make sure that all of our show notes are showing up and the links are working and everything like that. And as I was looking through it, I was like. Man, this almost seems like a self-help podcast. Mm -hmm. And it's not, but I could get how some people might kind of view it that way. Yeah. And I mean, some of our friends think that we're really weird for doing a podcast anyways. Mm -hmm. And so then if they don't listen and they just go through and read the like, you know, this is what this title is and this is what we talk, you know, they go through and look through that stuff. I could imagine that they would think well do we have like on our podcast description no we have to redo our podcast we do because i think that that like just the fact that we're doing this based on stuff we wish we would have known five years ago then that is like a little more interesting i guess maybe so i think we should change that yeah well The podcast has evolved a little bit, Mm -hmm. but the reason why we were talking about all of that stuff is because of our priorities, and our number one priority is to serve and love others, Um, and so all of the stuff that we've been talking about applies to that, um, and we want to like work on ourselves. We want to work on the different areas of wellness. We want to figure out what our love language is and what other people's love language is so that we can better love and serve others. Yeah, not just to get better, like get ourselves to be better people just for the sake of being better people. Because what good is that going to do? Like if you're just like, oh, I have bested myself. I can get no better. That's like, but that's not why we're trying to say, you know. Right. And it's I, for a reason. Yeah. But I don't know if we were really clear on that. But Well, even with the five love languages, 
I mean, we did talk about the reason why it's important to understand other people's love languages Mm -hmm. um, so that you can communicate with them better and so that you can have better dialogues and you can really show them that you care about them. Yeah. And with the five areas of wellness, that seemed kind of self-focused, but I think the reasoning behind it is like we want to be emotionally healthy and spiritually healthy and physically healthy. Like all of these things, we want that because number one, I mean, it yes, it is good for ourselves, but um, it's really hard to love and and serve others when you're not, uh, I guess, healthy or well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really it's really difficult. And it's a little bit more easy when you understand how to communicate love and service towards others and when you're in like a good, when you're in a good place. Mm -hmm. And so for all of those things that we talked about and emotional intelligence included, which is definitely something that I have to work on because I feel like I'm pretty, pretty bad at it. (laughs) Just remind us what emotional intelligence is again. Emotional intelligence is the ability to read and understand and relate to the emotions of people around you. But it's like it's more than that. It's like understanding. Isn't it like what with yourself, though? With yourself like, and others. Understand. Yeah. It's not just with other people. It's like also with yourself. Cause it's I think that knowing that's a yourself big thing. in order to know others. Yeah. But that's a big thing, too. First is like realizing why you're having your emotions and why like what they mean and you know whatever but that like in learning that that helps you become more in tune with the people around you and reading their emotions and you know helping them just helping to understand them more just like the love languages I think helps you understand people more like when we always use this as an example for love languages but when Zach gave his dad the one day of work um like for Christmas for a Christmas present it was like I understood his dad so much more just knowing that about him you know and same with like the emotions when you are when you know when you can read yourself <laughs> sounds so stupid like no no go ahead like it sounds Finish stupid when you can read yourself and your emotions and recognize like what sparks certain emotions in you then it makes it a lot easier maybe not easy but easier to read those specific emotions in other people and think why might they be feeling this why might they be acting this way you know like what could be sparking this and like why are why is this person the way that they are you know there's like a reason for every detail of people's personalities you know even like the parts that you hate there's a reason for that so but it it does start with you, you know, like you do have to know yourself and you do have to take care of yourself in order to know and take care of other people. Right. What's the saying? Uh, A glass can only spill what it contains. Well, obviously that. I love that. I know, me too. All the time. That is like so, that's so helpful when I remember that, when I like realize that I have been feeling kind of crazy and scatterbrained and stressed and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I am these things because of a reason, you know, and then I think of that quote and I'm like, okay, you need to slow down a little bit. Yeah. 
But what I was going to say was um, loved people love people and hurt people hurt people. Mm, yeah. And so if you do, if you aren't even aware of yourself, if you don't understand yourself and the way that you react to things, like what your natural inclination is towards it, specific situations, mm-hmm. then it's going to be difficult for you to love and serve others in those situations. Mm-hmm. Because emotions aren't logical all of the time. No. But they are immediately what we base a lot of what we do off of. Yeah, our actions. A lot of actions are based on emotion. And emotion is needed. It's like you can't just have reason. Yeah. You can't just like tell yourself like, I'm going to love this person because loving this person is the right thing to do. And if there's no heart behind it, it's very... It, it's robotic, mm-hmm. you know? It's just like with your left side and your right side of your brain, how it's the a healthy person can, like, they're, the, both sides of the brain work together. It's not like they're not left dominated or right dominated, or they might naturally be, but they know how to integrate them both together. That's from The Whole Brain Child, which I'm going to put that as a recommendation again, because I really love that book. But that is... Just that alone, also knowing that is so interesting because you think you do need both of them. You need reason and you need emotion because that's the human side of it, you know? Like you can know all the things in the world, but if you can't like relate to a person on a, an emotional level, then what good are what good is that? You know, like if you know everything, like if I knew everything about you, but I didn't, I couldn't relate to you emotionally or like, I don't know if this is the best metaphor, but then it's like, how could we have a relationship if I just knew things? Like, I remember learning this, um, I think it was in high school or maybe it was in Joshua. Like, if you could know all there is to know about God, but that's not like the only part of a relationship is just knowing stuff about him or like knowing stuff about your husband or your wife or your kid. It's like, that's not all there is. You need both sides. Yeah, that's like a creeper, creeper stalker. What? That knows everything about you, but doesn't have really a relationship with you. Yeah. That's kind of odd. Yeah. It is weird. So it is healthy for the two sides of your brain and the two sides of, you know, logic and emotion to work together. And and then the five areas of wellness it. also. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so the five areas of wellness, they work really well with setting new year's resolutions Mm -hmm. but the thing that i noticed is specifically about my new year's resolutions is that and i always thought that new year resolutions were dumb but and maybe they are dumb but i like the the older i grow the more i kind of i want some sort of map or some sort of plan Mm -hmm. i need goals so that I can track my process, my progress, or, you, you know, work towards something. I can work towards something, or I'm going to look back at the end of the year and I'm going to be like, what even happened? Or I'm going to yeah. look at back over three years and I'm going to wake up one morning and realize I've been doing the same exact thing with no progress mm-hmm. for three years. What am I doing with my life? And I don't want that to happen. So I feel yeah. like New Year's resolutions are dumb. But they can be good. Well, the reason why many people think they're dumb is because most people don't really stick to them. And it's 
Like, why are you only making goals on one point of the year? That's like, that's the the thing that I think is silly is if you just think that you can only make goals in the beginning of the new year because everybody else is doing it. Like you can make goals anytime and you can be as passionate about those goals any day of the year. You know, you don't have to just be like super on fire for these three things that you set you're setting out to do just on New Year's. Right. And I think the reason why a lot of people abandon their New Year's resolutions is because they don't have any like oomph plan behind it. They don't oh, have any plan. Yeah. They don't have like they haven't been specific about what their goals are. Like a lot of people's New Year's resolutions are like get in shape. And we talked about this on physical wellness, but like what does that even mean? Like get mm-hmm. in shape. What, yeah, what kind of shape do you want to be yeah, in? When will you get to the point where you're like, I am in shape. I, I am done. No more work needs to be done here. Or lose weight. Like, okay, if you lose like two ounces by the end of the year, did you meet your New Year's resolution? Yeah. Well, technically, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> like, how much weight do you want to lose? When do you want to lose it by? Um, how are you going to lose it? Right. Yeah. And I think that a lot of the reasons why people don't meet their New Year's resolutions, it could be because they're dumb um and unrealistic but mm-hmm. i think also it's probably because they weren't they didn't set good goals mm-hmm. like they weren't um they didn't set a smart goal and i i hate how what's the acronym s m a r t smart mm-hmm. specific measurable agreed upon or attainable um realistic and time based <laughs> So it's very good. It's very smart. Well, yeah, a smart goal. <laughs> it if you're going to set a new year's resolution, I definitely say this is my advice for me 5 years ago. Set a smart goal that meets the five areas of wellness and then also set set a smart goal to work on your love languages and emotional intelligence so that you can love and serve others more effectively. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to set like a goal for the new year or set a new year's resolution, I want it to be specific in what the goal is. Mm -hmm. So like what would be an example for you? Like what is something you want to do next year? Well, I, this year I did the, like the monthly things, like learning something every month, you know, and I kind of want to do that again. I mean, that doesn't really apply to this thing though. So, well, that's specific and measurable. Was it attainable? Yeah. I mean, I didn't get one done every month, but I did, I probably did like five, I would say I did about five things and I didn't become an expert in all of them, but that I think just the learning aspect of it and having a creative outlet helped me so much this year. Just like when, like after having Forrest and I had postpartum depression, the baby blues, as Zach likes to call it. And I like restarted up my business again and you know, all that, that really, really helped me. And I think that that, I mean, I don't know the science behind that, like what it is about like being creative that helps your brain, but that whole year of doing those things even though I didn't do them every year or every month um I think it really did help my mental health and my emotional health um overall and I usually gave stuff to people when I made it so 
I guess that's and, thinking about and others. And that usually, like, when it helps your mental and your emotional health, that allows for you to, like, have some... I kind of view it as, like, that, like, fills up your gas tank. Yeah. And so then you have more uh, emotional and mental... Um, Durability or something. Yeah. Yeah. Flex- mm. Not flexibility. What's the word? M- more... Endurance. Endurance? No, that's not the word I was looking for, oh. but close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when we're coming up on 2017... Wait, I want to hear what you what you would say, like, is an example goal that you would set. Well, I want to get in shape. Stop. I do. I know, but that's not... That's not at all what no you just so said. that so that is my goal and then i have to really i have to really think about it and i have to figure out like what what does in shape mean what do i really mm-hmm. mean by that i have to be specific like i want to uh well if i was fat then i'd say like i want to lose this amount of weight per month um or you know i don't know i don't know what i would mm-hmm. say but that's something that i'm have uh what three weeks to think of mm-hmm. of figuring out how to make it specific how to make it measurable how to make it attainable how to make it realistic and then time bound also because if it's just like the entire year then you know de- december That's daunting might- that gets daunting like right. three weeks in you're like and i have the rest of the year to do it or else you're like yeah, wait I'll i have this large out, task i'll and- work out next month yeah but like how you're saying before with the different things that we're just talking about (laughs) sorry um if you know that your one of your areas of wellness is like lacking or just like not as good as the others that would be a good like a good goal to set and like something to think about too because if it is like dragging behind with all your other ones then that could be something that is hindering you from loving other people and from just being like a generally overall healthy person. And so if you like, let's say, which one was I not good at? Which is my weakest one? I don't know. I don't know. Let's say it was um, emotional. Wait, I don't know how I'd work that out. But like, you know, you think about like, let's say yours was social, like you don't have time for a social life. So you in the new year, this is what you're going to do. You say, I'm going to either plan an event or hang out with someone every week, whether that's a coffee date or I have people over for dinner or I plan a party or whatever. You could do that like every week. Or if that's not a good place to start for you, you could do every month or something, you know. And that would be a good thing to do because that's... Well, every week is, I mean, it's only 52 weeks. So maybe take out two weeks and just say, I'm going 50 weeks out of this year, I'm going to do a social event. Yeah. And that could be anything like, like I said, getting coffee, getting dinner, you know, it could be anything. And that I think is a very realistic and attainable goal and time bound and... Specific. Specific. Very specific. And that was one of our things. When we had our family goals, we were like, okay, we are going to hang out with somebody other than just us or our roommates once a week. And we were doing good for that for a while. I don't know what happened. Well, it's Christmas time. But that was like, okay, that's attainable. And I think that any more than that would have been way too much for us. But that was like a good amount. And we, it was like really good for us. So 
that's an example for you. Right. And again, to get back to the, the point of it all is our New Year's resolutions are for us so that we can be, so, so that we can love and serve others better. Mm-hmm. So if we're not emotionally or physically or mentally, like if we're not healthy, though all those areas, they affect each other. Like we talked about. It's like when you're on an airplane and you... um. It says that if you get in a crash, you have to put on your air mask before you help another one's, another, like a child or something. Right. Because you can't help anyone if you're dead. <laughs> so. That is true. That's like, that's like the point of this is because if the, like. It's l- not just to look out for yourself yeah. as number one. And, and like if the point of your life is, I mean, like for us, maybe it's not for you, but for us, like the point of our life is to love God and to love other people and that seems that's very like very simplified but if we're just doing all this stuff to become better people for our own feelings sake then that's that's stupid so like that if your point of your life is to help other people you really do have to make sure that you yourself are healthy and that i don't think that's a selfish thing that no i don't think i think that new year's resolutions typically are based on what you can get out of it Rather mm-hmm. than what you can give, yeah, give out of it. Well, yeah, know. because it's about making yourself better. Yeah. So I think all that to say is, as you're thinking about the new year, and you might have time off from work and school and whatever you're doing, um, s- don't be afraid to set New Year's resolutions, even if you think that they're dumb. They can yeah. they can be used for good. Yeah. And you can set a good, smart New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can set five, one for mm-hmm. each of the areas of wellness. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. And yeah, so I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm actually going to write down my New Year's resolutions. I'm going to put it on a little chalkboard. I'm going to hang it on the wall so I see it every day and I can't escape from it. Good. That's a good idea. Because, and I think that that's kind of one of the reasons why we've not been doing so great with our family goals, because we originally agreed upon putting it on a chalkboard or pu- or printing it out or putting it somewhere, and now, like, I have trouble remembering what we actually talked about. Mm-hmm. And imagine going 12 months yeah, without remembering what your New Year's resolution is. Yeah. So... I think a good thing to do would be to post it in a public place or maybe even tell some people around you. Mm-hmm. My parents, this is a fun story. My parents and like three other couples, they would always every year get together on New Year's Eve and they would make their New Year's resolutions and they would set like goals for like three months from then and then six months and then nine months and then 12 months. And so they would every, every like, quarter i guess they would meet back together and see if they had met their goals from that past quarter and if they didn't they had to jump in the freezing cold pool at one other people's house and they like people did it like they were serious they were helping each other and keeping each other accountable they did not want to jump in that pool but some people had to but i think that's such a cool idea i mean maybe not that extreme but if you talk to someone else about it always do the most extreme extreme yeah yeah, you definitely should do that but yes if you at least just like talk to your friends about it and maybe like maybe your friends just think that's stupid and they don't care about that. Some people are like that, but find somebody that would like support you in it, you know, and 
and help you with it. Like I have one of my best friends is that friend for me. And not all my friends, I don't think I could I could share those types of things with because I think that they would think it's stupid. But find that one person or two or three couple, whatever, and you share your goals with them and have them share theirs with you and you guys can help each other. Yeah, hold each other accountable. That's to what your we're own gonna goals. do. You and, and me. And also be that person for someone else. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. And don't slack off. Yeah, and actually ask them what they yeah how they're doing with their goals. And it's a lot easier to like if it's an it's if it's a good goal to ask someone about it. Like you can't go up and to someone and say like, "Hey, so are you losing weight? Hey, have you <laughs> lost weight?" Hey. Well, you wouldn't have to say it are, like that. Are you getting in shape? Are you still fat? You still look a little flabby to me. Work oh. on your, you know, like you're not going to do that. So, well, obviously. Oh my gosh, you're so, a monster. I'm not. No, you're not. I'm just using examples. I'm not talking about specific people. I don't even have anyone in mind. I know. I know. But be that person for someone else. Um, mm-hmm. where you are encouraging them to uh, meet their goals mm-hmm. and then um, have them hold you accountable to your goals. Because if no one's holding you accountable, then it's only based on your self, what's the word? Assessment. Not assessment. Your, your like self-control. Determination. It, yeah, self-determination. And, and not everyone has the greatest self-determination and by doing that i feel like that could really strengthen your relationship with that person because that's like a really personal thing like if you tell someone like hey i know we always use the losing weight thing but that's just such a common one that people want to do but if you say that's hey, the I really number wanna... one new year's resolution yeah if you say hey i really want to lose this many pounds by this day can you help keep me accountable And like, that's like a really vulnerable thing to tell somebody, you know, and even like other things like, hey, I suck at like being in tune with my emotions and I'm going to do this and this and this to help me get better at that. Can you help keep me accountable? Then it's like you're admitting that to them. That's like a big deal. But that's so like vulnerability is so good in relationships, you know. And so, I mean, this I'm just like thinking about this right now. I just realized that. But so that's like a really good thing. You know, for your friendship, too. So, yeah. And that's a special thing to share with someone. And I know, like, I'm thinking of, like, certain friends, if I told them, I know they would just think it's stupid and, like, make me feel dumb about it. And so I... What friends? I'm going to punch them in the face. No. You're not going to punch them in the face. But it's just, like, they're not those type of people that would, I don't know, that think that that's important or something. Yeah. You know? It's not... I don't think it's maybe it's not for everyone. Well, I think it is for everyone, but it's like sometimes people are, are just comfortable where they're at and they don't want to have to think about things that they might need to work on. You well, know? and if it's, it's not something that's important to them, mm-hmm. then they're going to kind of they might view that as a little stupid. Well, but yeah. just because it's not important to you doesn't mean that it's not important to someone else. And just because it's not important to them or to you doesn't mean that they or you don't need to work on stuff still, you know? Like, just because they don't think it's important to think about areas you need to work on doesn't mean that they're, like, totally set and they're good at everything and they don't need to work on anything. Right. Because all of us need to work on stuff. Oh, sorry. This is a little bit of a rant, but... No, it's good because this is what we're talking about. Yeah. It's good to work on yourself, okay? So there <sighs> is something that I need to work on, Hannah. What? 
I get pissed off at stupid things that really don't affect me all the time. <laughs> I know this about you. I don't want to do that. Okay. But um, I don't know why I do that. Mm-hmm. So if in the new year I decide that one of my new year's resolution is to not get pissed off at things that don't affect me, how w- would I go about doing that, I guess? Um, delete Facebook. Okay. <laughs> That's a start. But that is something that frustrates you. Like you see something that someone has shared and you're like, what the heck? Well, you know, and I, ha- I guess I kind of have to define pissed off because some people don't get it. It's just like, it's something that like, it's for like worked up. Yeah. I get worked up for like, yeah. for like maybe two minutes and I'm just like, oh, that's stupid. And I mean, I would never say anything about it, but I just like in my head, I waste two to five minutes of my life thinking about how dumb that is and it's just i've come to see that that's a waste of time but it's also like i think it's a character flaw in me well and if you're not going to like if you see something and you think that's really stupid and you're not close enough with that person to say that's really stupid you have no reason to get upset especially if it doesn't affect you you know like i understand why because i see things that i think are stupid too but i just like instantly move on like if it's one of my good friends sharing something that i think is like ooh, that's maybe not the best thing to be sharing or i think that's dumb then i would say something to them and say why are you posting about this or why did you say this or you know whatever whatever yeah maybe it's a, a lack of understanding for me yeah or what's like that what's that word general discare no like um not compassionate but like understanding of empathy yeah maybe empathy because i feel i you've told me before that i am a pretty empathy person empathetic person empathy person you're pretty (laughs) you are pretty no (laughs) thank you but um, an empathetic person so like when those when those things happen to you and you just get so worked up about certain people well, for no reason. Well, I guess it's like that goes back to what we have been talking about this whole time. Like, think about why is this person doing this? Exactly. Like, what in their life has made them do this or act this way? Then it really helps you to see things in a bigger picture and not just like what is annoying you at that moment, you know? Right. And I would say also, I think that as much as I um value focusing on what is important things that aren't important start to creep in and then i focus on those things <laughs> like youtube videos like well not not just <laughs> that but like oh, i've been fighting back the urge to talk about this but i'm just going to say it so it might get me in Uh-oh. trouble but like the uh and i readily admit that this is a character flaw in me so i'm very curious but like sometimes I'm driving down the road and I'm just listening to the radio and just having a fine day and then someone with a bumper sticker drives by <laughs> and I read their bumper sticker and I'm just like, that is the stupidest thing in the world. That person is an idiot and I hate that person. The bumper stickers do affect you a lot. <laughs> I don't know why. Like I I don't even know what their yeah. name is. I don't know where they're going. Maybe they're borrowing someone's car, but it just like dog mom i don't know why that just like puts me on edge and i'm just like did that dog come out of your vagina did you breastfeed the dog okay you you know yeah and um 
Well, all that to say is, I think that I focus on some things that really aren't very important at all. <laughs> like, that literally doesn't affect me at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think in some, like, very far stretch, I could say that that, like, diminishes my role as a parent. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, pretty far stretching. And I'm sure that wasn't their intent. But it's still, like, you know, I let it get me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be like that. And so that's why I think I need to set specific goals and I need to focus on myself and my character flaws and what mm-hmm. I need work on for the new year. And I need to be held accountable to it. And doing that, that one thing can help free up some of your mind space so that is mental and emotional because you won't be expelling all your emotional energy on things that don't matter that will help both of those things. And know? if I have some sort of accountability partner too, mm-hmm. then uh, that helps social wellness. So what would you like me to say to you if you're doing something? Should we have like a code word like flugelhorn? <laughs> That's a perfect code word. Flugelhorn, honey. <laughs> <laughs> flugelhorn. <laughs> Stop flugelhorning. <laughs> Just flugelhorning around so all the time. That's a Gilmore Girls word for all of you that don't know. So... Well, anyways, I am excited now to start writing out and thinking through and doing a rough draft of my New Year's resolutions. Woohoo! And I think that it would be cool if you guys did that too. And you, Hannah, obviously. Yeah, and also if you set any goals and you like you use what we've said today like any specific goals or whatever and you want to share them with someone share them with us we would love to hear i mean obviously we won't really be able to keep you accountable but i love hearing people's goals i think that that is such an important thing and i just love to hear what other people come up with and like because that really says like what's important to you and i that's important to me so let us know if you make any goals and you should what's important to you is what is important to us that truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for listening and for tuning in. Our recommendation this week is just to work on your New Year's resolutions. Sit down, grab a notebook, make some pros and cons lists, you know, and just hash it out. You can do it. Yeah. Do some self-reflection. Think about mm-hmm. the parts of you that need work. Ask your friends or family, maybe, if you're mm-hmm. daring enough to do so. And then, you know rough draft it out and pick a couple and don't pick too many you can't mm-hmm. have too many because if you You'll have more than too thin yeah if you have more than three priorities you have none ouch as jim collins likes to say mm-hmm. well so yeah write out your top three and then um So thanks for the emails, guys. We got a couple Mm -hmm. emails this week, and we haven't had time to reply, but we will reply eventually in good good time. Um, And thanks for listening. Yeah. Do you have that joke? Get that joke. Okay. All right. Well, if you've listened this far, we appreciate it, and we really really do value all of you um, listeners, and it's... It's fun to kind of get to engage with you guys. So if you want to send us an email or leave us a voicemail or anything like that. Oh, also, we got three voicemails from the same person. It was really funny. Um, We won't play them on the air because they asked for us not to play them on air. But, um, yeah, we love hearing from you guys. And I we're going to be taking a break for Christmas. Um, 
So we're going to be missing a couple of episodes, but what I would recommend to you guys is that you spend some more time with your family or you get some more chores done or finish your finals or something like that. Be productive and then work on your New Year's resolutions. And if you need something to listen to while you're doing that, you can listen to the Wayfam Christmas 2016 playlist on Spotify. Yes, it is so good. It's such a good playlist. It's We've, we've plugged it before, but... It's a good one. All right. Hit us with that joke. Um, I gave you so long I to know, find I it. Know. I gave you so long. I just talked. I don't even know if I took a breath, but I just kept going and going and going. So y- this is your main job is to do the joke. This is my main job, please. Hannah, the co-host and the joke teller. Okay. Why are Christmas trees so bad at sewing? I can already tell this isn't. <laughs> Just tell me. They always drop their needles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep, there you go. Merry Christmas. All right. Well, until next time. See ya. Happy trails. <laughs>